Okay, good evening everyone. Welcome to the first episode of Tara Usap Tayo. I'm Randolph. I'm JD. Okay, so we will be hosting this podcast for tonight. And uh, since this is our very first episode, let me just tell you how we came up with this podcast. Okay, so every night, uh, not literally every night, I mean uh, most nights, JD and I are talking about things whenever we feel like it. And then one night, I just realized, why not podcast the things that we're talking about since uh, some of the topics that we were discussing is kind of relevant with the issues that are going on with the government, going on with the uh, education system, and going on with the uh, society of science. So, The topics that we would like to emphasize in this podcast would be science, uh, science education, and education itself. But uh, we won't be closing ourselves to other topics uh, like social trends, social issues, and etc. Okay, so let's start off. So for this first episode, JD, what is our topic for tonight? Our topic for tonight is uh, migrating education online, and that is migrate, migrating education at home. Uh, dahil sa nangyari ngayon sa COVID, no, matinding epekto nito sa education. So most of the, almost every uh, academic institutions is migrating education to online na. Uh, many people think that ay, imamigrate mo lang naman yung lesson plan mo sa sa online. But actually, no. Diba? When you talk about curriculum, migrating uh, education online is also a curriculum change. Right. That's Same right. Mode of, and of course, the location. Yes, Madami ka nang i-consider. Right. Kasi diba kapag face-to-face ka, ang i-consider mo lang is uh, classroom management. Eh ngayon, hindi na hindi na same setting yung mga bata eh. Yes, that's right. They have different homes, different situations. Kaya yun. That's why yes. we're going to talk about that tonight. Well, uh, I kind of commend one thing that uh, ang gusto kong i-commend yung ating educational system, both in the basic ed and in the higher education, is that uh, they are trying to continue education admits the problem. Parang, they don't want education to stop, which is uh, good. I mean, in my point of view, I think uh, education should not be sacrificed to the max. Right? So, I think it's right that the department or the commission on higher education are looking for ways to still continue Uh, educating the youth amidst the problem. But, however, the problem is that I don't think the higher-ups are able to, you know, consider a lot of factors uh, in nung kapag, kapag nagmamigrate na tayo ng education at home or online. I don't think uh, they considered a lot of things when they said na, ah, mag-online tayo or why not put Uh, modules and everything. Why not teach the children at home or put education, uh, educational channels on TV or on radio, right? It is. It's, it's a matter of readiness. Think I say. I think 
um, we, are, we are all not ready of, of this pandemic. Hindi tayo handa, no? Yes. But at least exactly. we can do as academic institution, as teachers, na paghandaan yung susunod na mangyayari. Kasi ngayon, sa COVID, during this time of pandemic, we should be adaptable. We should adapt sa mga nangyayari ngayon. We yes, don't have teachers, di ba? Nagbabago-bago. Ang dami nang dina... Ang dami nang pinagdaanan ng, ng lipunan. Nagkaroon na ng pandemic dati. Nagkaroon na din ng world war. Pero nalalampasan ng edukasyon. Yes, so eventually, we will, we will get through this. But this one is a different war. Kasi di ba dahil online na yung teaching, iba-iba na ng... Uh, iba-iba na ng... Yung mode of teaching natin online, pero iba-iba. Merong module, merong synchronous, asynchronous instructions. Tapos kung... Titingnan mo din kasi sa readiness rando sa online online learning, online teaching. Una-una ko consider mo diyan is the digital divide. Those students yeah. and students and teachers na may ano, na may access sa internet or may may gadget. Sabihin natin meron silang mga gadget pero kaya ba ng gadgets nila? Exactly. Diba? Ako personal experience ko, we are currently starting our online classes, no? I use asynchronous instruction in our school in order to continue education. It's tough, mahirap, kasi you do not know if they are responding. Kinakausap mo lang camera. I, I take video. No? Di mo alam kung, kung maiintindihan ba nila. But then again, I provide uh, sheets for feedback naman from them. So kahit pa paano, nakakatanggap. So, Migrating education online is also migrating education at home. So, dapat i-reflect natin yung curriculum natin. Kung appropriate ba yun at home. Yeah. Is it what is really needed? Remember, di ba sa curriculum development natin with quote Dr. Sigwa? Yeah. Hi, ma'am. That there is no perfect curriculum. Yes. Only, only appropriate ones. Appropriate diba? ones. And is our curriculum appropriate to our situation now? Yeah. Hindi lang ito, hindi lang po ito usapin ng migrating online. Diba? Yeah. Honestly, uh, the setup, yung setup ng curriculum natin right now, especially for the basic education, uh, it's really gearing towards face-to-face instruction. Like the normal, normal setting where yung teacher nasa classroom and then teaching the students. That's why I think that's one of the challenges na kung bakit mahihirapan yung mga teachers and the school heads to transform education from face-to-face to online is because our curriculum, per se, is not appropriate for what we are trying to achieve online. Okay. So, uh, but I think uh, one of the good things that the department has done is that they created MLC, M-E-L-C-Q, no, MELK, let's just call it MELK. Uh, that is, uh, they shortened the competencies. They, they jived the competencies so that it would be kind of shortened. Kind of like that. But I don't think it's, I don't think it's enough. It's in the basic education, tama, di ba? Yeah. Binaba- Pina, pina, pinababa ninyo yung competencies. Not, not really pinababa. More of, more of example sa curriculum before, 
uh, meron tatlong competency. And then, ang ginawa sa new competency is that kung kaya namang ipag-fuse yung tatlong yun, ginawa na lang siyang isa. Okay, okay. So, parang pinaikse yung list ng competency. Mm, but there was, walang binawas. More of pinag-combine-combine yung mga pwedeng ipag-combine. But should we reflect kung yun ba yung competencies na kakailanganin after this COVID? After this COVID? After this pandemic? Are yeah. these competencies, itong competencies ba ito ang kailangan to survive this pandemic? Well, I haven't uh, reviewed the competencies. Ah, by the way, I remembered what it means. It is the most essential learning competency or MELC. M-E-L-C. Most okay. essential learning competency. I haven't reviewed the MELC uh, personally, but I don't think uh, they added competencies that are related to uh, how, teaching the students on how to survive COVID. Okay. Kasi, di ba, when we mag sa tertiary level naman din, wala, there are no mandates from from commission, from the commission regarding this one, regarding this case. Kasi, di ba, kanya-kanyang autonomy din naman about universities yes. regarding this matter. Now, uh, migrating education uh from face-to-face to online, ano yun eh, uh, kailangan tingnan natin kung ano nga ba yung kakailanganin ng bata. Kung ano ba yung access ng bata sa bahay. Although, we, let's go back to the original nature of education. Education always starts at home. That's true. Diba? Ngayon, we're bringing education back at home in a different way. Yeah. Before sending your as, um, as parents, before sending your kids to school, dinetrain mo muna yan sa bahay. And then, ngayon, education goes back at home, pero in a different way na. 2.0 na. Online na ang instruction. Yeah. It's really difficult. For, yes. uh, let, let me just set, set things clear na ang online teaching and learning is both difficult for teachers and students. students. Hindi lang po estudyante ang nahihirapan. Yeah. Pati mga guro ay nahihirapan. Yeah. No? Pero, yun nga, accessibility, yung how can we do online education for all? Kasi we yes. can do online education eh. But Pero most the problem kapag, is, yeah. Yung digit, sa digital divide kasi natin, yes. di ba? Yeah, I so, mean, isa yun sa mga ano, isa yun sa mga kinakaharap ng mga students right now, especially coming from a public school and a state university. Let's face it, uh, not all of our students are uh, gifted in terms of money. So, yes, it's really... Not all are financially stable. Yeah, they're not all are financial, financially stable. So, it's really hard for them to get uh, internet or devices but uh, I there are ways that we can teach them which is the module but I don't think that that would be enough because a module still needs reinforcement from the teacher yes. and how can we uh, give the reinforcement if we cannot talk to our students uh, kailangan ma-enrich yung module yes kasi I don't I don't expect 
for them to read the module and then understand it, especially since we're teaching science and science is a highly technical subject. I don't expect them to just read the contents of the module and understand the lesson. I, I don't even expect them to read the entire content because knowing some of my students, uh, once they don't understand the uh, the early parts, they won't try at all. So that's one of the problems that I'm trying to address. Um, about that then, kasi hindi lang din yan, not, on, not only in module. Kasi example, ang problem natin sa modules yung feedback, yung reinforcement, yung enhan- yeah. enhancing the module, no? Pagdating din sa asynchronous instructions using video recorded kasi 'di ba you are doing module I'm doing online uh, I'm doing pre-recorded lectures I upload it in our group I am not sure kasi I can only see them viewing it I do not yeah. see comment I do not see comments, comments regarding it So what I had to do was one of the clips uh, along the video may tanong ako doon na challenge na pag napanood nila masasagot nila they will attempt to answer. And then eventually, there are some students who tries to answer it at the comment section, which is good. Kasi kahit pa paano, na-assess ko approximately kung ilang students nga ba yung nanonood at sinusubukang sagutan yung mga challenges na pinopost ko. But the problem is, paano kung kinokopya lang niya yun sa... Yes, totoo. Alam mo, ang dami kong nakikita sa social media, specifically sa TikTok, Diba? A lot of TikTok users are from the US. And then, yung mga college students doon, before they end the class, parang, uh, before the classes are stopped, uh, they were trying to do online online classes with their professors. And then, nakikita ko yung, alam mo yung phone nila, tinututok nila doon sa ano, sa webcam yeah. ng laptop and then may mukha nila yung phone and then they're doing other things. So, it's not that I trust, I don't trust the students but you can't help but think na are you, you're wondering if they're really watching your videos or are they just there uh, pinipay lang nila yung video kasi hindi naman nila pinapanood nagsa-cellphone lang nagsa-cellphone lang sila. No, that's struggle. Uh, for for the students. Kasi hindi na natin alam kung hindi, ba? Kasi kay, as teachers, di ba? We should appeal to the students that we are trying our best and they should also try their best in continuing education. Hindi naman pwede na tayo lang. We should meet halfway. But then again, no, di ba sa curriculum development, there are different stakeholders of education. Tayo mga teachers, students, as well as society. So dapat itong opening ng mga classes na to dapat kinoconsult ang mga students, even parents, yes. Yes. regarding this opening. Kung kaya po ba ng pamilya ninyo, kaya po ba ng mga estudyante, kaya po ba ninyo suporta ng online learning. Speaking of, speaking of that, uh, alam mo, medyo ironic yung ginawang survey ng department about that. Yung nagpa-survey sila sa teachers, sa parents na if they have internet connection, if they have devices. And guess what? Saan nila ginawa yung survey? Sa internet. So, syempre, yung mga may internet, yung mga nakapagsagot doon. So, syempre, ano magiging results nun? Diba? 
ang 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 daming ano, ang daming surveys na kumakalat ngayon regarding that readiness. Not yeah. different academic institutions, different people doing Pero ang na, ang naaabot lang noon ay yung mga may internet. Yes. May Oo. That's And why it doesn't mean na nakasagot yung student or yung teacher. It doesn't mean stable ang kanyang Wi-Fi. Yes. What if that person or that teacher, that student is just using a data? Yes. Free data? Or a data that is not sufficient enough for yeah. online learning? That's why nung report nila na may nabasa kong report from the department that uh, the teachers are ready, the students are ready for online learning. Medyo natawa ako kasi sabi ko, how sure are you that the survey yeah. is valid, is accurate? Because you conducted it online, those surveys only reached those teachers or those students who had internet access. How about those students who doesn't have internet access? Or hindi man lang nga nila narinig na may pa-survey pala ang department. It's true. Now, kung, kung titignan din kasi natin, Randolph, let's go to different countries. Di ba magkasama tayo? Uh, were you there when we attended a webinar series by uh, Ma'am Vic where in China increased their ano? Yeah, their, yeah. I've heard that was coffee talks. I was there. That, of, of, ano, di ba in-increase yung ano? In-increase ng China ang MBPS from 25 MBPS to 100 MBPS Free of charge. I mean, not free of charge. It's walang increase sa bayad. Bayad. So, kaya ba yun ng bansa natin? Kaya ba yun ng country natin to increase the MVPS? Ayun nga. For, kasi pag nag-umpisa na itong sabay-sabay nag-online learning, maaaring magkaroon ng traffic. Traffic. Diba? So, It's, it's, hindi yung traffic sa ano, baka isipin na makikinig traffic. Airlink. Yeah. Yung um, traffic. No? Um, ang China nagawa yun. Eh tayo yes. hindi naman China. When we talk about economy, hindi naman talaga tayo as economically uh, efficient or ready kagaya ng mga lalaking bansa. Yes, But what are, what are the actions or preparations of our government on this matter? Let's also go to, ano, let's also go to Finland. Diba? Um, Finland uh, is starting to, to craft a curriculum na hindi na discipline-based. Diba? Nag, dati, transdisciplinary na sila. Ngayon, yung mga, mga yung curriculum nila, kinraft nila ulit to respond in in this situation. Yes. Kasi after this, after this COVID, Randolph, the transition is not going back to the, to the way it was before. Yes. It's going to a different path na. To a yes. different path. That's why we go back to what you said earlier that we have to craft, we have to develop a new curriculum that is appropriate for what we are experiencing. To what we are experiencing. Because yes. currently, our curriculum is gearing towards face-to-face setting. Yes. yes. Okay. Oh, oh well, pero sana hindi hindi nila gawing bahala na si teacher. Kasi well, ang ginang nangyari, si teacher na bahala mag-translate noon sa face, sa online learning. Sana hindi ganoon. Sana suportahan pa rin tayo mga guro ng mga nakatataas kung paano ba natin 'to gagawin. Example, buying 
buying a pla or creating an online platform that is free of charge and accessible for everyone. Yes. Diba? And Kasi the, yung kurikulum natin, hindi, nagayang sinabi mo, hindi pang online. Yes. Pang face-to-face -face yung kurikulum natin. Eh, ang nangyayari kasi, bahala na si teacher. Yes, and I've been hearing a lot of uh, parang sinasabi ng mga tao uh, na we have to be creative as teachers. We have to be creative. I mean, that's a given. That's already a given. Yes, we have to be creative as teachers on how we're going to develop the lesson. Pero kasi, our creativity is not enough. I mean, the effort of the teacher is not yeah. enough for this to work. We still need the support of the higher-ups. Yes. So, hindi natin to kaya. Itong laban na to, para ituloy itong edukasyon na to, ay hindi lang to laban ng nating mga guro. Laban to ng estudyante, laban to ng lipunan, laban to ng pamahalaan, laban natin lahat to. Kasi we cannot stop, hindi naman natin pwedeng pigilan ang i-close down for one academic year din ng education. Kasi, di ba, pwede magkaroon ng laging sa mga bata. We cannot do that too. Kailangan, eh, paano pag may COVID, eh, may, may, wag naman sana, no? paano pag nagkaroon ng different case next year? Are we going to stop again the education? Yes. Di ba nga, a good curriculum is a responsive curriculum. Responsive to the changes in the society. Society. Oh. Naaalala eh, ko yung mga inaaral natin sa curriculum development. I love you, Ma'am Sigwa. Okay. Hi po. Sana mapakinggan niyo po. So. <laughs> okay. So, Looking forward part like you here, Ma'am. And another thing yung napansin ko uh, from what we are experiencing. Alam mo ba yung mga nakikita mong post ng parents na the parents are demanding compensation. Parang nakalagay doon, uh, bakit hindi daw hatiin yung sweldo ni teacher ibigay sa parents? Total naman lang. Oo, oh, may ganon. May ganon. Parang nakalagay doon na parents should take the half of the teacher's salaries. Kasi daw, yung, yung parents naman daw ang magtuturo sa bata at home during uh, the module session. So, what's your take on that? Wow. <clears throat> Kasi, di ba, the parents are the first teachers and teachers are the second parents. But, I don't think na kailangan pang hatiin ang ano, hatiin ang sahod. Kasi gampanin, gampanin mo yun bilang magulang na turuan ng iyong anak para naman sa kinabukasan yun ng iyong anak. I know that we are all struggling too, no? Financially. Uh, but being a teacher is a difficult task. Hindi lang naman iyon tungkol sa pagtuturo. Yes, diba? that's true. Ha? Yeah, you cannot it. Example, paano kapag si teacher nagtuturo ng ano, 60 na estudyante? Totoo yun. Lahati ng sahod niya, hatiin ng 60 na magulang. <laughs> yun nga eh. That's not ano naman, that's not proper naman. Plus, na, I think well, in, the, I get, in the profession, in the teaching profession, teaching the students is just a very small percentage of what we really do. 
In terms of work, yes. Yeah, in terms of work. Sa pagtuturo, teaching is the easiest part. Yes. Totoo yun. Teaching is the easiest part. But what goes behind for us yeah. to deliver the lesson and for us to assess the students, that's the hard part. Yung preparation mo, matinding preparation niya. Lalo na sa DepEd, sa Basic Ed. Madami kayong prep. Sa, sa tertiary, wala masyado kasi syllabus. But we have to make our presentations. Then after that, after the session, di ba, may assessment ka pa. Yes. Imagine checking those hundreds of papers. Yes. Imagine, you only, ang pagtuturo, ginawa mo lang isang oras. Ang pagsagot ng bata ng exam, gagawin lang isang oras. Pero yung paggawa mo ng exam, ilang oras mo ginawa yun. Kasi meron nga tayong rules of assessment. Yung yung paggawa mo ng lesson, ilang oras mo ginawa yung lesson plan mo plus presentation. Yes. Diba? Right. <coughs> Speaking of assessment, since we're talking about assessment and online teaching, how are we going to assess our students properly? Diba? Kasi sabi nila, ay may grading lang naman yan ng uh, lecture mo from face-to-face to online. Yes. No. Yung, yung, yung objectives mo, kailangan maiba na. Kailangan ma-contextualize mo sa situation ngayon. Yung assessment mo, paano mo gagawin? How are you going to... Sinabi ko kanina, yung magbibigay ako ng challenge, nagko-comment sila sa baba. Pare-parehas ng sagot. How can I make sure na hindi lang niya kinoko-copy? Yes, totoo yun. Your assessment should not be defeated. And dahil nga hindi natin namu-monitor yung students, we could not accurately assess if they are learning or not there there are good education platforms no but i believe no what if this is just a suggestion whoever can hear this na what if the the department or the commission creates a team of it experts and educators that can create an online platform accessible for everyone yung yung ano yung hindi kagaya di ba meron kayo sa deped yung what they call it what? Um, yung DepEd Commons. Yeah, DepEd Commons. Ang laman doon ay modules, tama ba? Yes, modules, uh, instructional Pero, materials. But what if, is that accessible for students? Uh, I don't think so. I think yes, it's accessible. Okay. Not Regarding sure. that, bakit Bakit I I think it it would be better if they create a team, create an online platform that can be accessible for teachers and students and parents as well, to assure that education continues, diba? Para uniform yung gagamitin platform yung hindi yung iiwanan mo si teacher na kanya kanya gamit ng Zoom, gamit ng Google Meet, gamit ng ibat ibang yes uh, sorry na bang ko yung mga ano ibang uh, uh, apps, online soft, yes. online applications para makapag-communicate. Kasi we, right now, we need support. Yes. We cannot do this alone. Honestly, but, uh, as of now, we don't have any directives on what uh, online platform should we use in performing online class. As in, uh, we're really on our own here. 
Kasi ang hirap, Randolph, eh. tayo, tayo mag-work tayo sa bahay. Although tayo mga guro, inuwi natin yung trabaho natin minsan. Nag-check tayo sa bahay. Yung ibang guro, ginagawa yon Kumagawa ng lesson plan sa bahay, overnight extension ng office mo yun. Pero ngayon, ang office mo na at faculty mo, ang classroom mo, yung bahay mo. Bahay mo. So, stress from work and stress at home if ever you have problems at home. Diba? Sama-sama. Eh, what more sa mga estudyante? There are students uh, at home na hindi po pwedeng mag-aral kasi inuutusan ng magulang palagi. Eh, hindi mo naman pwedeng sabihan yung magulang na wag mo munang utusan yung anak mo. Kasi syempre, may pangangailangan din yung pamilya. But I think, I think that setup, I think it would be more efficient if it's divided among the, the school's division, not uh, nationally. Because, uh, kasi kapag binigay na yan sa school's division, mas magiging optimized doon sa population of learners. Magiging contextualized. Kasi it's nandun lang sa locality eh. Unlike kasi kapag nasa national, medyo mahihirapan. Regarding that division and making of module, dito sa area namin, yung division, ang strategic ng ginawa. Inati-hati yung mga, yung mga per schools, pinigyan sila ng task na gagawin na module. Example, itong school na to, ang gagawan mo ay grade 7. Itong school na to, gagawin grade 8. Tapos share na lang nila. Isa, isa. Uh, sa amin kasi, hindi ganun ang nangyari. Ang nangyari, nanggaling sa region ang module. Ewan ko, baka iba ang directives ng NCR sa Region 4A. Kasi sa amin, ang nangyari, may modules kami na manggagaling sa region. And then, ibababa yun ng region sa divisions. And then, yung division, ipapamigay yun sa mga schools. Lahat ng module. And then... Ano mangyari um, sa module ginawa nyo? Plan B. Plan B yun. Were you informed about this? Yes, we were informed about this. Pero ang masama nun, na-inform kami na nakagawa na kami ng module. Kasi yung unang instruction nila, gumawa daw kami ng module. And then, nagpa-meeting ulit si region na may module palang magagaling sa kanila. So, bali, ang magiging trabaho lang ni teacher ay yung gagawa kami ng tinatawag nilang exemplar. Ay, the exemplar is kind of like your lesson plan for the module. So, di ba you were given a module and then you're going to design an exemplar, kind of like a lesson plan, in order to deliver that module. So, wala kaming ginawang module. So, at least you can enrich the module na simen ng, ng division. Yes. I think that's where the contextualization, uh, doon mangyayari yung contextualization kay teacher. Yung module ba from the division ay migrated na online? Yung yung mode of instruction, yung... Uh, no. The modules are printed. I mean, the context of the module na online-friendly ba siya? Hindi. 
Well, hindi pa namin nakikita, hindi ko pa nakikita yung module kasi hindi pa binababa sa amin. I think it's still in the division office. Ang sabi nila, by first week of July daw baka ibaba na sa schools. So, I really cannot assess kung online friendly ba siya. So, that's good. Pero, that's one thing to consider. Dapat pag na-receive nyo na yung module, consider if it's an online friendly module. If not, I think it would be our job, your job as teachers to enrich. Yeah. Pero sana ngayon pa lang, inform na kayo kung online-friendly ba yun o hindi yung ibibigay para papaghandaan yun na rin. Yun nga rin yung problema eh. Uh, even sa higher-ups, nagkakagulo. Paiba-iba ng memo, paiba-iba ng, ng directives. Pagdating sa baba, magulo. You don't know what to follow. Kasi... A memo was given, and then another memo is given that contradicts the uh, the memo given earlier. Parang ganon yung nangyayari. Um, let's let's not ano get it wrong then sa mga listeners natin. No? Actually, in terms of malaking malaking apektado ngayon, malaking effect ng COVID niyan sa education. But let's also consider that at this point, it's okay to commit mistakes. It's yes. Okay to, Because now honestly. The department is really, I mean, I could, pwede rin naman bigyan natin ng consideration yung department. Kasi yeah. talagang nangangapa sila. It's like they're walking in the dark. They're really in the dark. And But bago itong nangyayari sa atin. It's okay to commit errors ngayon. Kagaya yung sinabi mo, we're all like walking in the dark. But we can mitigate this way. We could think better. Diba? It's okay to commit mistakes ngayon. Kasi bago itong nangyayari. No, pero sana collective tayo sa pagharap dito. 'Di ba? Para malesan yung mistakes. Like sana before creating modules, before implementations, consult the students, the teachers, and yes. the parents. Consult the community, the society if, it, if are we really ready? If not, why are we not ready? And After then give solution to that ano, give yes, solution if, to that problem. Yes. Although ngayon, ang primary kailangan talaga ng mga tao ngayon is medicine, is uh, food, no? Food. But then, education cannot stop. Yes. Education cannot die. Diba? So, yes. going back sa ano natin, migrating education online is migrating education at home. We have different houses. We have different homes. Situations sa bahay natin. And it will re- definitely, definitely affect the students. Dapat yes. ang curriculum na gagamitin natin is hindi lang online-friendly, but of course, home-responsive uh, community and home-friendly. Yes, it's often so, needs to be home-friendly. So, dito na papasok yung we should appeal to the, to the parents na support the students as well. Yes. But, Randolph, Um, what can you say about the ano? There are parents who do not plan to to enroll their kids for this academic year. What's your thought on this one? Ah, uh, okay. About that, uh, I get their point of view. Uh, a lot of parents are telling na hindi mo na daw nila enroll yung mga anak nila because it's not safe. Yes, I get their point of view, and there's also may mga point of views din yung parents na, especially parents from the private schools, na sa, parang sinasabi nila na 
they're uh, parang it's not worth to it's not worth it to pay the full tuition kasi nga diba online lang and you cannot enjoy the facilities of the school which is yun yung binabayaran mo sa isang private school pero ang thought ko naman yes there is uh, I get that there is safety concerns but I think the school is doing its best to to you know na para maano yung mga estudyante ma-accommodate yung mga estudyante in a safe manner and aside from that uh, tulad nga nung sinabi mo we really cannot stop education kasi nga magkakaroon ng lagging like for example grade 10 yung student and then papasok siya ng grade 11 And then, mag-ahaya, tapos muna siya for one year, let's say. And then, pagpasok niya ng grade 11, it's really hard to say if that student still remembers the essential learn- the essential knowledge that he or she will need in order to survive grade 11. So, yun lang yung medyo worry ko. Okay, so, yes. doon na papasok yung in order to maximize the learning the parents should also be involved in teaching the students. Kasi yes. nga, dahil limited na yung face-to-face, the parents could not, uh, could not, hindi nila paniasahan si teacher na sila na lang yung mag-deliver ng lesson. Kasi sa face-to-face setting, ganun yung nangyayari, di ba? Uh, in reality, inaasahan tayo ng parents na turuan yung mga anak nila. Pero dahil nga uh, limited yung pagkikita ng students and ng teacher, we also need their help. But then, there comes another problem. Not to, uh, for our listeners out, uh, this is, we're just talking about reality here. The reality is, not all parents are capable of teaching certain topics. For example, uh, what if your student is grade 10 and then mathematics, diba? mathematics, you cannot expect the parents or you cannot expect all of the parents to teach math, yes. especially in the grade 10 level na medyo complicated na yung math nila. Diba? So, doon medyo nagkaka-problema. Oo. And of course, the the social stratification, the, the economic background of the, the the family, we cannot blame them. Yes. And another thing is that not all of our students have parents at all. Sometimes, yeah. uh, they're just Uh, nakikita na lang sila sa lolo at lola nila or nakikita na sila sa tito at tita nila na meron din mga pamilya na sarili nila. So, hindi natin sure kung full attention ba nung relative ay nabibigay doon sa batang yon Kasi ba diba, iba, iba yung attention na binibigay ng relative sa attention na binibigay nung magulang mo talaga. So yeah, ang dami ko consider. Yes. Ang dami talagang factors. Hindi lang siya yung factor 1, factor 2, factor 3. No, the list goes on and on and on and on. 
Yes. So, it's really tough. Tayo na sa academe. And of course, bilang mga tumatayong kuya at magulang ng mga estudyante, it's, it's really challenging for us. For those parents or for those students who cannot enroll, as much as we want them to enroll, diba? Yeah. We cannot speak for them. Yes. So, pero, I would just like to, you know, advise if ever my parents man na makinig sa atin. Na if you have the capability to teach your student or your son or daughter has the capability to study on his own and understand the lesson, I don't think it's wise to let uh, to let one school year pass. Kasi nga dahil magkakalag, magkakalag yung student. Okay. But, if your situation does not uh, make a pinapayagan na mag-enroll, then I think we can understand that. Yes. That's, that's, that's true. Now, um, this I was like, I would like to share lang din. Education, uh, migrating education online and migrating education at home, it's, it's also ano, about not just in terms of of what we are studying at school, but in terms of the learning. It's example, uh, I, I used to bake when I was a kid. Now I went back to baking again and doing these crafts. I think that um, that is an education that is needed at home. Na kailangan supportahan ng magulang sa mga yeah. anak nila, sa mga bata. May mga practical life skills yes. na maitungan sa kanila. I think Alam mo yung nangyayari sa ano uh, sa mga post ng isang professor natin yung ating beloved professor na yes. tinuturuan ng mga anak niya magplant, maggardening, yes. magluto, 'di ba? So I think Lord. that's really I think one uh, magandang chance ngayon na COVID we are in a uh, quarantine, they're in the quarantine. I think it's a really good chance to teach the students life skills. Yes. Because after all, the, after all, diba, the nature of education before started at home. Yes. Education starts at home. Now, it's going back there again. No, especially, tayong... ano, especially, pansin mo yung education natin ngayon. Wala nang, hindi na tinuturo yung ano, hindi na ganun na emphasize yung life skills. Unlike before, yeah. ba, my gardening, my ano. Ngayon kasi more on the academics eh. Which is also important. Ha? Don't get me wrong. It's important. But I think uh, life skills is also important. It should not be taken lightly. Yeah. Yes. And it, it should be, ano, it should be taken seriously by by everyone. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, What's happening right now is very devastating, but for other families, for other students at home, they are learning a lot. May natutunan, natutunan yung mga bata, diba? But for those students that, um, th- there are also students who are facing a lot of problems. Like, um, di naman sa ano, no? this is a very sensitive issue, like uh, abuse is increasing at home. Mm-hmm. yung mga bata na ang escape na nga lang nila ay school, school. ay nagsara pa 
eh na ngayon nasa bahay sila nandoon. So yeah. I hope these students ay matulungan at masuportahan din ng department, ng commission, ng pamahalaan. Yeah. Uh, we cannot identify these students. Di yes. ba? Kasi pag sa school ka, pag nasa school lang estudyante, parang okay or... sila. Okay. But at home we do not know. Yeah. So we cannot keep on demanding our students then na but online class, but online class. Kasi we, didn't, we do not know their lives at home. Yeah, I think that's also a factor. Does uh, yung buhay ng studyante when they're at home. Because we really can't say if their life is easy. Yeah, speaking, yes. of, um, speaking of abuse, uh, I don't think it would be very conducive for learning if there's abuse happening inside the household. Yes. Uh, another, bukod sa ang hirap na magturo online, ang hirap mag-aral online, yung factor pa ng environment mo na nandun, na prone ka sa, na, na prone ka sa abuse, di ba, sa area mo, I don't think learning will happen. Yes. Di ba? Tapos yun pa pala, um, yung frustrations, yung stress, depression. I know, um, ngayon na yung iba sa akin, nasira ang body clock no <laughs> because depression increase the stress hormones increase yes diba? and if it increases it affects your your ano your sleep now yung mga bata kasi nakikita ko din those students that uh, post on facebook or on online that nagte-take na ng online classes they are stressed there's a student who actually messaged me that mas stressed pa po ako sa academics namin kaysa sa nangyayari. I hope teachers know we teach uh, students not not very light no but we teach them na hindi dapat hindi ka dapat magsilbing stress sa kanila. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We should we should dapat magsilbi tayong uh, inspiration sa mga sudyante natin because they're already stressed with what's happening. Diba? We do not know if one of their relatives or they are uh, diagnosed with COVID-19. Mm-hmm. We do not know that. Diba? So, so I, think, could... I think it's also part of our job to be lenient uh, at this time. I mean, we have to consider that uh, hindi lahat ng bata ay uh, emotionally uh, emotionally strong. Yeah. Kasi, so, I think we have to be more lenient when it comes to teaching them right now. Kasi, yes, I know, alam ko naman yung ano, we need to uphold discipline, we have to teach them uh, about timeliness, diligence, yes. Because I think we could still teach those values without being too strict. I mean, with st- still giving leniencies on them. Or bombarding, bar- bombarding them with a lot of things activity. to do. Mm-hmm. No, after all, diba, uh, baka hindi lang yung ginagawa ng bata sa bahay. Baka naglalabayan, nagluluto, nagbabantay ng kapatid, sabay-sabay. We do not know. Yes. And I think also, speaking of uh, migrating education at home, I think it's also a suggestion. Lang. I think it's also wise to make the activities fun. 
Yes. Diba? And, and home-based. And home-based. Fun and home-based. Especially uh, in our field of expertise, science, di ba? Ang dami natin pwedeng ipagawang experiments at home. That would be fun. And yet, it would uh, teach them our intended lesson. Yes. This is fun. No? Um, I hope ito pinag-uusapan natin about online. Migrating education online. Migrating education at home. Ay makarating no, sa sa mga tao. Yes. And by the way, disclaimer, this is our, this is just our point of views, our opinions, our commentaries on what is happening right now. Uh, we do not, I mean, there are other people who are more experts than us. We do not claim that we are educational experts, but this is just our point of view, our suggestions, and our comments on what is happening. And we, we do not reflect the management or the network. <laughs> <laughs> the department. <laughs> and opinions of the host do not reflect the show, the management, the network, the department, the government. And the commission. The and the commission. No, these are uh, reflections that we are, uh, w- one of the reflections that we are going to talk about. Because madami to, madami. Me and Randolph have a lot of reflections for the past uh, few yes. months this lockdown of this. And I hope, I hope that uh, our reflections, our observations could also give a perspective to other teachers. Yes. Uh, it's, it's, it's really, uh, it's really hard. No, but um, as teachers, actually ako, at first, I was retaliating about online, online teaching, online learning. I, I was nervous about this, but then again, I was reminded, um, Doctor Yevan, talk to me. Um, you should be excited. And so, personally, I am nervous and at the same time excited. Sa mangyari dito sa. I mean, we have the right. We have the right to be nervous about it because this is a new thing. Yeah. And, and especially when we were studying in uh, in normal, we were not trained to do online. Our yeah. training is in the face-to-face setting, so this is a really new thing. This is different, tano. This is a new world that we're entering. It's it nakakakaba, but at the same time, um, I'm also excited. Yeah. Excited after we should this, be excited about it because this is a new challenge. Ah. Excited sa education na hindi sa COVID. Ah. No, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's make that clear sa ating mga listeners. Hindi kami excited sa COVID. Excited kami sa transformation na pwedeng mangyari sa, sa ating education. What can happen? No? How? What will? Kasi ngayon nakikita natin ganito. But what will be its effect? The transition would be very difficult. Diba? Yung, yung mangyari na. So, ano na bang mangyayari sa education? Will it be online? Will it go back to face-to-face with online classes na subjects na? Ganun yeah. na ba yung mangyayari? May subject na ba na online class? May, although may mga schools na ganun, or ang mangyayari ba, MWF na lang ang pasok, ang yeah. MF, ang... Maybe mag-discover natin na mas mag-excel pa pala ang students when they're learning on their own. We don't know. Yeah. That's true, di ba? Um, 
we all all have different learning styles no uh, when um kasi there are times na gusto mo mag-aral sa school there are times na gusto mo mag-aral sa bahay no yeah. so we do not know what will happen but hopefully no itong migrating online na to and studying at home ma- mairaos nating mga guro but we cannot do this alone alone we need the help of the uh, institution the commission the department the government of course to support us and um to those nagsasabi na may laptop naman ang mga teachers check niyo po kung okay pa yung laptop nila <laughs> sana wag niyo lang pong bilangin kung sino yung may laptop Uh-oh. tingnan niyo po kung kaya ba ng laptop nila yung pinapagawa niyo and i would also like to extend my thanks my appreciation to those experts who are conducting webinars on yes, how to yeah. do this. Kasi that re- yeah, it really helps. Parang it is kind of a training. Yes. Uh, yung ano, yung parang um, you you watch webinars because you really learn a lot from them. Eh, yun, appreciate it. And thank to those organizations, to those people who who are speaking uh, in the webinars. Thank you. Thank you sa kanila. Kasi we, itong perspectives naman na nabuo namin ni Randolph ay nagmula lang din. Naging bunga lang ng reflection namin at naging bunga lang din ng mga pakikinig namin sa webinar ninyo. Yes. Okay. So, that that is the end of our first episode of our podcast entitled Tara Usap para usap tayo or in English let's talk. Okay, so we will be uploading podcasts every Sunday night. Okay? Or Monday if uh Sunday does not permit. Okay. So uh tune in next week for another episode of Tara Usap Tayo. Okay, again I would like to say good night and God bless everyone. Good night. Thank you.